In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As we gather today on the first of the Saturday of Souls, Sico Savato, we encounter within the epistle lesson read so beautifully by Christina, the epistle that is read at every funeral service of the Orthodox Church, in which we understand how we are to grieve for those we have lost. Not without hope, but in hope of the resurrection, with the understanding that they who have gone before us will rise first at the resurrection. In today's gospel passage, our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ presents us with terrifying imagery of the stars, the sun, and the moon having catastrophes of wars on this earth and people afraid. That sounds familiar to us right now, doesn't it? And yet, those things would have been familiar to the people in Christ's time as well. Many of us look right now with the tsunamis, the earthquakes, the fires, the astrological signs, the wars, the famines. And we think to ourselves, surely it is now. Surely now is the time of the end times. And sometimes you will see it in men on street corners saying, Repent, for the end is nigh. But what does our Lord Jesus Christ tell us? Don't pay attention to those things. Many will come saying that I am He during these times. Many will pretend to be false prophets, false gods, false messiahs. But our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ will not come back in that way. Both in the epistle and in this gospel, our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ told us how He will return to this world. He will return on a cloud surrounded by the glories and the power of heaven. It is for this reason that we see in the Pantocrator, surrounded by the rainbow colors of the sky, this is the icon of our Lord returning in judgment. For when He comes, it will not be as it was before. It will not be to chide us. It will not be to warn us. It will not be to comfort us. It will be to judge us. It is for this reason that this day, the Saturday before tomorrow, Judgment Sunday, we are presented with how to mourn and how to wait for the glory that is from God. I will ask a question, and I don't expect an answer because I don't see any boys here. But does anyone know the motto of the Boy Scouts? <laughs> yes, always be prepared. Because you see, my beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, we should treat every single day that it could be 
our last. Indeed, today, right at the beginning of liturgy, one of our own's mother-in-law passed away. At any time, our time can come. I had a friend who was 20 years old. She was celebrating her birthday, and she passed away of a massive aneurysm. I've known of people that were intelligent and healthy that out of nowhere, God took them. We do not know our time on earth. And so I want to relate to you a small story from the screw tape letters written by C.S. Lewis, who is orthodox in everything but name only. The screw tape letters, for those who are not familiar, is a series of correspondence between a young demon named Wormtail and his uncle, an archdemon named Screwtape. And in one of those correspondence, Screwtape regaled to his nephew how he used to be on the board of Demon University. The whole point of this book is the idea of spiritual warfare, how the young demon is in charge of trying to corrupt a single man's soul, and the story continues from the man's childhood all the way to his death. But in one of these correspondence, the uncle said, I was once proctor for the graduation of exam of several demons. And the way the exam worked, much in the way that they worked in universities during the time of C.S. Lewis, is the candidates would be brought before a professor and asked a question. If they got the question right, they graduated. If they got the question wrong, they would have to go back, study again, and at the next opportunity, take the exam again. And so Screwtape asked this question to the three candidates that were brought before him. What would you do to blunt the power of God and to bring people to our master, Satan, that he might reap their souls. And the first demon came forward and said, Well, I will tell the first soul that I'm in charge of that he should kill his grandmother. Screwtape shook his head and said, No, that's ridiculous. Go back and study. You're not ready. The second candidate came forward and said, I will convince people that our master doesn't exist. Screwtape again shook his head and said, Nice try, but people are more inclined to believe that the devil exists than they are to believe that there is good in the world, that, our, that the Lord Jesus Christ exists. No, go back, you aren't ready. The final demon candidate came forward and smiled at Screwtape and said, I know what I'll do. I will convince them that they have time. Go. You are ready. Is it any wonder, if you look in Orthodox churches around the world, you see the very young children or those that are aged and retired. Very rarely do you see 
young people in churches. This is not an indictment against the young. People are busy. People have things going on. But there is a deception going on that tells us it's okay. I can come next week. It's okay. I'll be religious when I'm older. I'll find faith when I'm older. When I have time later in life, I will do these things. When I have time later in life, I will feed the hungry. When I have time later in life, I will do these things. But my beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, we have no guarantee that there is a later in life. Our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ is not telling us not to pay attention to these signs because that they won't happen. He is telling us that we need to be prepared. The disciples of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ thought that Jesus Christ was going to come back any minute. They had no idea that he wasn't coming back right then and there. There's a reason that the Gospels were not written until almost 60 years after the resurrection of Christ. They didn't think that it was coming. The reality is, my beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, we don't need to look to the end times. We don't need to wait for the end of times. We have been in the end of time for 2,000 years. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ could come back in 5,000 years or in the next five minutes. We don't know. We don't know when our Lord is coming back. And so therefore, we are encouraged and promised to be prepared, to be ready for that day of judgment. It is for this reason at the start of Great Lent that we are confronted with this austere reality. It is for this reason at the beginning of Great Lent during the Tudiodion period that we have the Saturday of Souls that we pray for our loved ones because while that day is coming, it is not here yet. And all of those that have died believing in the resurrection of Christ, we can pray for them. We can love them. We can light our candles. We can bring our koliva. We can say our prayers that our God have mercy on them and love them and welcome them into His kingdom. So my beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, let us not walk about terrified of a potential future. Let us walk in the certitude of that future, of the judgment of Christ, however knowing that He loves us, however knowing that He cherishes us, however knowing that He is holding our hands throughout the whole way. We don't need to look for Christ to come again physically to help us on our journey. He's already here. He's already helping us. He's already loving us. So let us go forward. Let us remember those who have gone before us. Let us honor them. Let us remember them on this Saturday of Souls. And let us prepare ourselves as we get ready to enter the Triodion period of Great Lent. Let us prepare our souls for Lent 
Let us prepare our souls for Pascha. Let us prepare our souls for the resurrection that we might glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in all joy and jubilation. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.